Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for being here. This is the Cannabis Workforce Portal, a podcast by Cannabis New Mexico Staffing and the Cannabis Training Center. You can find us at cannabis-training-center.com. I'm Shannon Jaramillo. I'm your host. And today I'd like to touch on some of the job search questions that we've been getting. We have a lot of candidates that come to us and train and become five-star alumni. And soon we will be able to help people all over the country to certify and at a much higher level. And so what I'd like to do today is talk about what to do and how to conduct a successful job search. And I've done several of these in the past, but this one mainly focuses on what happens when your job search goes stale. What happens when you've gotten everything you you could possibly do and all of a sudden you're stuck, right? I want to help you get unstuck if I can. And I want to help you focus or refocus, create task lists and move through your job search. But I do need to ask you to be reasonable. I need to ask you to be gentle with yourself. And I also need to ask you to be gentle with those people coaching you and helping you into the industry. And what I mean by that is positive attitude. If you're a five-star alumni, the one, number one thing you know is that this thing's about timing. And if you don't get that, then you don't get it at all. The cannabis industry is not starving for you right now. No offense. They are waiting for you and they're looking for good people. We are. And we are looking for people that have the right skill set, that are activists, that are positive, smart, have the heart, and that are willing to start, right? So we have to remember that training... And going to college, getting your certifications, getting your alcohol service permit and your food handler service permit, it never guaranteed us anything, but it did empower us to go and find the right timing for a career or find the right timing for a job, right? So that's the first thing I need to encourage everybody is if you are a college student and you've studied as a lab tech. And if you think that you'll jump right into this field and get a job in extraction or distillation just because of that, that's not necessarily true. There's timing for you and we can bridge you in with timing and you can bridge yourself in. And what I mean by that is those folks that are in college programs that have skill sets like agriculture, botany, lab technician, medical, shoot, even business and customer service can bridge in through certification programs. So it does start with your original skill set. What do you bring to the table against the timing of the marketplace? Are we in a harvest period and they need trimmers by the dozen on every site because they're competing and they're starting to trim and manicure and cure and all of that, get their flower ready, turn it over? Are you, do you know the marketplace seasons? How savvy are you as to how you're positioning yourself? I need you to look at that piece for yourself. Only you know that, right? We can coach so far. We can help give so many credentials. So refer back to your portfolio. And if you have not created a portfolio that tells your cannabis job search journey, that's going to be step number one for you. I need you to picture a hard copy of a portfolio. And I need you to picture a zip file on your laptop with all of your files in there that you can easily send out to a hiring manager to be concise and to have everything together in that portfolio. As you know, as a five star, if you're a five star in New Mexico, this is what we're doing. Now, if you want to be a five star anywhere else in the country, you too can follow this formula. So write this down. Step number one, I want you to address your resume. I need you to get your resume out and look at your past 
and look at your present and choose the right language that fits the transition of the job you're looking at. If you're looking at a retail bud tender role or patient care technician in the medical field, and that's retail, then boy, I wanna, I wanna know how you fit in there from your retail past, right? If you're looking to get on a farm and do back of the house trimming, do back of the house uh, you know, work assistant growing, then boy, I need your, your resume to show that you've actually touched a plant and worked on a farm and in particular in a commercial fashion. So if you have not, you will require training. So focus on your skill set. Be realistic, right? So grab that resume, do a study of it, and then look at the marketplace and say, hey, where, does, where do I fit in? Okay? So that's your first asset or your first document for your portfolio. An asset is something of value to you that you give to somebody else or that you sell to somebody else, right? So you're going to create five assets as a five-star for this five-star portfolio. I want you to think of the, the number five always because these are your checkpoints. And this is going to tell your story. And this is going to help you to look at the timing, okay? So you get that resume. You've looked at it. You've looked at jobs in the marketplace. And then you update it. Alongside the resume, you create a cover letter, okay? So the cover letter is going to be a little piece of your resume in a paragraph formatted fashion that will tell the hiring managers and the owners of these companies in a snapshot really what you're about and why you think you qualify for the job, okay? And this is imperative to have no typos. It's imperative to uh, do a proofread and to speak in activist terminology, right? In the right vocabulary. The five-star program and the core compliance training can help you do that. So knowing your regulations and stuff like that, right? Knowing how you fit in, knowing your, your stigma story, you know? So I can help with that. We can help with that. So cover letter, resume. The third thing I want you to do is look into your state's regulations. Here in New Mexico, you'd be going to the New Mexico Department of Health website and you need to find the form or the mechanism or the methodology or the licensing or the permit pathway that allows you to know what does the state require of me, the employee? Not what does the business require? No, no, no. The business has to follow the state's guidelines. So you follow the state's guidelines, therefore fitting into the business's guidelines, okay? Then you add the business's guidelines onto it. So let's stay focused. Resume, cover letter, go to your state's website. If you're in Colorado, that's the taxation and rev department. Every state has a cannabis control commission that is legal or has adult use or recreational. So you wanna look for your cannabis control commission, give them a call, look at the regs. Uh, We can streamline some of that information to you as well. In our state, it's called the MCP license ID form. Excuse me, I just took a big sip of my coffee so I can continue talking. So resume, cover letter, MCP license ID form. Obtain that, print it, put it in your portfolio as your third item. What that's going to do for you is that's going to have the guidelines. There's a place for a signature and you're actually expediting the hiring manager's ability to onboard you by having that form ready and in your hands and handing it to him. Now he doesn't have to print it. Now he doesn't have to find all those things on there with you. Now he doesn't have to pay for them with you. You're coming ready to go. Nobody's raising you. You raised yourself. You're coming in with your portfolio, right? So you got your resume, your cover letter, your MCPID license form. On that form, you'll notice it requests of you background checks and certifications, driver's license numbers, um, 
duration of employment, all of these different things. Are you full-time, part-time? Where do you live? Right? So naturally your fourth item is going to be obtaining your background checks. So you will need to go through the process of making sure that the markers are now complete. In the state of New Mexico, you're going to get your Department of Public Safety background check and a national background check. A lot of folks use CenturyLink.com, S-E-N-T-R-Y Link.com. So check them out. A lot of us in this industry use them because they're affordable to get the nationals and the DOH seems to take those. The Department of Health seems to take those um, and, and approve those. The Department of Public Safety is in Santa Fe, and those are the folks that run the background checks. Here you have to get an authorization of release form from their website, get it notarized, and then mail that sucker in. We have a courier service that expedites the whole process because if you mail that to Santa Fe, to the DPS, to get it processed and put it back in your portfolio completed, likely it'll take about 14 days to 30 days, depending on what you have on your record. Even a simple speeding ticket can hold that thing up. So your best bet in our recommendation is to get all of that done and just take a drive up to Santa Fe on the day, Friday afternoon when you can do it or a Friday morning and stand there and ask them to process it. Worst case scenario, they say they have to hold it and now you know you're going to have a delay for up to 30 days. Best case scenario, they turn it right back over to you and you put it in your portfolio and you're ready to go. Okay, so again, first thing, resume. Second thing, cover letter. Third, Find the form that licenses you in your state to work as a cannabis professional. Fifth, that's the third thing. The fourth thing, find your DPS background or your backgrounds, because I guarantee you in every state you're gonna have to perform backgrounds and the company will have to perform them as well, okay? So you wanna know on yourself before you even go in there so you don't waste your time in theirs, how your backgrounds flesh out. And you'd be surprised at how many people say, oh, I don't have anything, and it comes up and says, I have something and nothing comes up. You gotta actually run them to know that, to know how the state's viewing you from that perspective, okay? So then, what's your fifth thing? Well, your fifth thing is gonna be all of your certifications. If you need a food handler certificate, boom, have that sucker in there, dated. This is an industry where we renew every single year. So if you need a Linen Air and Compassionate Use Act course, which you do in the state of New Mexico, boom, get that certificate. We have that at the CannabisTrainingCenter.com. Soon, we'll have those regulatory classes all over the country for you folks. So right now, we have them in New Mexico only because this is where we started, right? So your portfolio, if you're in another state, you need to find out what the regulatory certifications are. Are you getting a med badge? Are you like, are there forms you can fill out? What do you need to do in Vegas, in California? What are, what are they doing in Washington, in Colorado? Right? So go to your state's departments, make some phone calls and find out and fulfill this portfolio so that you have your journey in a packet. Then you can tell you're breaking the stigma journey through an educational perspective and lens. Now you've got the vocabulary. Now you know the regulations, okay? So it's like, let's go through this again one more time. And I know you're writing this down. So remember, there are there's timing to getting in. But in preparing, you can prepare in a successful way. And that's why I gave you this portfolio. Step one, resume. Two, oh, and updated, right? And there's a methodology around that. So if you have a resume, well, let me just go through this. I'm sorry. One resume, two cover letter, three license form, four background checks, five actual certifications. And that even includes all of the degrees and programs you took before cannabis, okay? Like for me, it would be my bachelor's degree. Okay, so all of that encompasses your story. Now, 
you're applying to dispensaries. Now, what happens if you have all of that done and you're applying to dispensaries, right? Well, perhaps one of these things isn't serving you right. Perhaps the resume isn't updated or speaking the right language. So it didn't get you in the door because a lot of them look at the resume. Perhaps the MCPID license card was missing a box and they noticed that and some other person turned in one that had all the boxes checked off, right? And it was just a matter of something so simple. Perhaps um, the resume was turned into the wrong person, right? Or, or perhaps it was just a timing. You got in there where they were already in a, in a, in a hiring uh, cycle and you're on a waiting list. There's lots of, lots of things. But in the state of New Mexico, I do want you to know, I do want you to know basically um, that we have 2,000 to 2,500 people only licensed working. That means that the turnover is 2,500 people. How many applicants? Anywhere between six and 10,000 are getting certified and um, trying to obtain those jobs. And those are great numbers, those are solid. We need uh, almost three times the talent pool to keep the marketplace stimulated and moving and to to help people to move on and to graduate to to new levels of of career growth and to let new entry level in, right? So when, when the job market opens up, if you're ahead of the game and you have a positive attitude, you have a five-star nice ship, you're an activist in the community, you're walking the talk, you're talking the walk, you're, you're out there, you're, you're genuinely giving back and you deserve a spot in this industry. You will get a spot in this industry. I do see the other side of the spectrum. There's a small percentage, 1%, maybe half a percent of people who just genuinely don't get it. And they come in and they do their certification and then they get angry with the industry because they feel owed something. They get angry with the very people that certify them because they feel like they were owed a job and the money wasn't well spent. Well, to that I say, I'm sorry. And, and to that I also say, I'm not sorry. We are looking for people who get it. The industry is looking for people who encompass three characteristics and I will give them to you. Do you have heart? That means, are you an activist and do you get it? And do you have a stigma story? And have you helped people? Have you done any service work? Or are you a, are you a loner that just deserves and, and feels entitled, right? Those are two very different between a five star and a warm body. We want them to hire five stars, not a warm body, right? So heart, are you smart? And are you willing to start? Those three things, heart, smart, willing to start, give a five star alumni the timing they need. And those that encompass those three characteristics genuinely get it. And with timing, they get themselves into the field and or they are chosen off of our listings because we also see their positive attitude. We see their vocabulary in the community. We feel how they're talking about their job search. And we also feel a connection to them. As centers of influence in the New Mexico marketplace and soon nationally all over the country for jobs, it's imperative that we maintain our relationships. As people in the community who are trying to help each other and people who are trying to get a job, it can be frustrating. But at the end of the day, staying positive, staying vigilant, staying up to date, staying relevant. And that means you may have to get your certifications two or three times before your stars align and you get that job. But if you really want it and if you really want to get it, you will do it. That's just how it works. This industry is for people who are barrier breakers, who get it and really want to help others. 
and it has a rotation of timing where it allows certain people in and certain people out, right? And the professionalism and the levels go up as we learn more. So the industry is progressing. So staying stagnant in an old way of thinking um, that I used to work in the black market or, man, I've been in marijuana my whole life and I just, I should be in there doing that. I don't know who they think they are. That's not a thing anymore because now it's about here's what it takes to qualify. Here's what you can do. And then it's about attitude. It's about building centers of influence. It's about building constant relationships. Shoot, guys, I can tell you, it took me three years of building relationships with people before certain things started happening for me and my company in this industry. Three years of helping you guys, of helping hiring managers to hire, companies to succeed, doing back-of-the-house HR work, studying, collecting data, being on the working group, developing relationships with college officials and state officials and, and, and industry leaders. Three years I did that before anything really magical started to happen for me. And so why should it be the same? Why should it be any different for you, right? And so it's possible, but man, you got to grind. You got to really go for it. And that positive attitude is imperative. So number one, heart. Number two, willing to start. Number three, willing to build. The willing to build piece is that we are not an old industry. We need activists that get it so that they can build it with us. And I know that a lot of you folks out there are looking into the industry and having a full-time job of doing that. Some people have careers that they're happy in, semi-happy, but they're looking at the industry and they have one little toe in and one toe out and they're not as anxious and they're able to prepare better because they're already talking on a regular basis and almost like conducting uh, routine meetings. And those people genuinely go into uh, interviews and they generally do a lot better because they're already out there in the community. I find that, you know, if you've done those five things and you still feel stagnant, one of the things you can do is practice your interviewing, practice your approach to the dispensaries, practice your follow-up role play, get with somebody who cares about you, talk about your cannabis career as much as possible. Give it to the universe. I want a job in cannabis. I'm going to go talk to as many people as possible. Not expecting anything, but just giving and learning. What do I need to learn about this industry? Is there something I haven't heard that I can incorporate into my job search? Is there something that the local dispensary near my home in Farmington or in Las Cruces? Because some of these markets are limited. Do I live in a limited market? Because I guarantee you living in a big city like Albuquerque and job searching is a lot different than living in Silver City, New Mexico, or living in Santa Rosa, New Mexico, and wanting to work in in the field, right? Or in living in Rio Doso, or Portales, right? Or Cuba. All of these are Clovis. All of these little spots have great people, a lot of talent, but the timing and the variables just aren't the same for those job searches and those people conducting them as they are for people in big cities, right? So it'll take extra work, extra development. You'll have to maybe drive outside of your city, consider moving, um, or you'll have to consider really getting to know that local dispensary so that you know how to align yourself with them. You know what I mean? And that's the way to do it. So, you know, I put together, and it's not really put together. These are thoughts coming to me naturally um, about job searches and frustrations and challenges because we train hundreds of 
five star and now the dispensaries are starting to require that you do this training to help them to stay competitive and to find good people because of the turnover and the low retention. So we're help, trying to help them with more structure and standardization. And you will feel as we move that along that your variables won't feel as heavy or as big. Your variables, you may be able to even get rid of a few variables as you go and, and move them off the table so that you can have a successful job search. So that's why I say it's a matter of staying vigilant. I've helped people that have uh, certified with us and have gotten themselves a job in that same week. And I have had people with me for one to two to three years who are just now getting in. So I'm going to encourage you guys to stay positive. I know it's difficult, but we're here for that reason. And the career advisement that we provide is career advisement that we're learning too, right? So I'm a I, I'm a pretty much a senior in the field of recruitment and a senior in the field of HR um, and development, self-development and training. But I'm learning about the cannabis industry along with you and I'm quick. So I'm putting together some pretty phenomenal um, ways for you guys to succeed and ways that I know work based on my experience, 20 years of working in this field. Um, not can- I'm saying in recruitment and applying it. Now I have four years in the cannabis industry. You can pretty much rest assured that the information I've given you on this podcast is, is uh, very, very workable in your state. And it does work here in New Mexico. Save that half a percent or 1% that just don't get it that I mentioned that kind of, um, you know, get their certificates and then throw some uh, resumes in the space and just kind of say, well, why not me? Well, I challenge you to put that vocabulary down and say, how can I, how can I continue this? How can I make this happen? I know it will happen. Change the story, change the script, get that portfolio together and go out there and start talking to people. And, and by talking to people, get your nerves uh, away from going in and just talking to the bud tender and just your person giving you the marijuana and go talk to the people that are actually fulfilling the job roles, right? Ask for them, ask for their emails, ask how to get on their hiring lists, ask if there's volunteer work, ask when their, tr- their trimming seasons are, um, ask to be trained on an apprenticeship, right? These little things that help, um, but know your story and update everything. Get your portfolio ready and get some realistic lenses or, or, or goggles out that you can see this job search through. I mean, we can tell ourselves all day long, I'm a five star and I got my information um, and I applied it here, here, and here, and here, and now I'm waiting. Or we can tell ourselves, I'm a five star and I've conducted a successful five star job search here and I continue to conduct one until I find a job and I know that my timing will come to me because I'm doing everything that that I know the universe and everything that I can be doing. I'm progressing with the industry. So it's a matter of time before I get one of those spots. So here's an example. In New Mexico, I mentioned 2,500. Well, in the next two years, we'll have 15,000 to 17,000 jobs. That's both markets combined, medical and legal. And so if you're preparing now and you have to wait until the adult use market opens up, boom, and you get one of those first jobs, so be it. But if you don't prepare now, I guarantee you won't be one of those first people. So the time is now to prepare and the time is now to get that attitude adjustment and to, you know, 
get that that lens, that job search lens, a five star, get your task list out, do your five pieces for your portfolio. Look at your variables realistically. Get your heart, your smart, so your education, and become willing to start and then foot soldier this thing. And know that when you five star train with us and with me and our team, whether you're in New Mexico or whether we come to your state and you do it with us, you are listed on listings and provided those listings to the dispensaries that ask us for them and that actually partner with us for them. So you will start to fill those markers. And so we're there now and we've had to progress too to get you there. So I'm very, very proud to say that the variables are shifting and I'm looking for people with positive attitudes, people who get it, people who encompass those three pieces of the heart, smart, and willing to start, and people who have their alumni ship up to date and, and that they are ready to work. That's who I look for and that's how I train the marketplace. So if this helps you with your challenges of feeling stuck and or having a, a job search that's been you know taking on a life of its own and, and taking up a lot of your time, I hope it does. I have more tools in my tool belt and we have sessions on 530, at 5.30 on Thursdays. You can sign up for that at thecannabistrainingcenter.com or email info at cannanmstaff.com and Carolyn will get you into a session. You'll have a free coaching session with me. But if you get frustrated, I do recommend calling us. That's why we're here. We can help and we can help so much, but we can also help with attitude and we can help to keep you uh, stimulated and help you studying because if you're sitting still and you're looking for a job and um, you've got your certifications, we just got new regulatory updates here in New Mexico. So go study those, for example, right? And, and just keep preparing you and keep motivating you. So I hope that this was helpful for you and you guys keep up the good work. I know I will see you out there and I know I will see you out there in your job when I go to purchase my cannabis, when I go to purchase my medical cannabis, as well as when I go to an event and I, and we are out in the field as leaders and truly dedicated activists working in the field. So your time is coming soon if it's not here already. And if you need any help, you stay in touch. Okay. Stay positive guys. Have a good day.